0: Welcome to the FootballCoachesCorner.com podcast, where football coaches come to collaborate. On today's podcast, we're going to talk tempo, so hold on tight. This is Mark Holcomb of the Football Coaches Corner podcast. Football at all levels has incorporated some form of tempo into their offense over the last few years, and now more than ever, we see teams wanting to press the gas pedal and keep it down all season long. I guess probably the first Division I team I can remember playing like their hair was on fire was Oregon and Chip Kelly. This blazing fast pace set the football world on fire at all levels, and since then, everyone has been trying to figure out how to speed up. Now being a Wake Forest fan, I've been intrigued at how they've been able to speed the tempo up too, over the last few years and create as many opportunities for their offense as possible in a game. People talk about one-word calls meaning formation, motion, play, etc and even are using picture boards to go as fast as they can forcing the defense to stay in a base vanilla package and also to shorten the defense's terminology so that they can keep up with the procedure. Now I feel like personally tempo can be used as a weapon on offense. My own opinion is that you are playing a team that is that you feel like you're even or better than them, then I think the best thing to do is keep the gas to the floor. We try as much as possible to be a two-platoon team, so we wanna make this a part of our conditioning on practice on a daily basis and try to wear the other teams out, especially in the second and fourth quarters, and try to impose our will on them. Now, if you're at a program and you feel like you need to limit the number of touches for the opposing offense, uh, then you can use tempo as a, a, as a weapon as well, I think. Uh, you have to give the impression that you can snap the ball as fast as they can set it down, but when it, when it comes down to it, slow things down so you can chew up as much clock as possible and also have a chance to have that pin last. Now, more people are going to these RPO-type things where they have answers built in, so uh, I think that helps the team too, but I don't want you to think that you have to go fast all the time, and I'm going to give you a couple of tempo weapons I hope that can help you out. Uh, You know, now, I've been fortunate to speak at a couple clinics and a few of our podcasts previously and said this, and I'm a firm believer. If you're a bad team on offense, then being bad in a hurry, it doesn't help anybody out. So you may as well huddle or slow your tempo down and use as much of the clock as you can to shorten the game and give the opponent, you know, the least touches as possible. Back in the days of the I formation, when I first started coaching and people played defense against the I formation, There were a lot more games that were 21 to 14, but today we have a lot of offenses that are, you know, averaging 40 to 50 points a game, so there's a a huge difference in what we're trying to do, and I think the tempo thing is just, you know, a way that people have tried to make things a little bit more even, and I, I just think you have to be careful when you start talking about tempo and how you want to do things. Now, today I'm going to try to describe some tempos that we have used in the past, and also some from other programs that I've watched. Now, obviously, guys, there are many more ways out there to change tempo and even more tempos in the world of football. But I'm just going to give a couple of our ideas. Now, we've been a uh, no-huddle team probably for the last, I would say, 10 10 to 12 years and at different you know, different ways. We've used uh, you know signals to signal in from the coach. We've used wristbands, uh, which I think personally wristbands a lot of times slow teams down a little bit. Not much when you if you don't change the wristbands very much because your kids get used to it. Uh, we've used wristbands in the past to install our offense and our defense. And, uh, you know, I think that works from a memory standpoint for the kids. But, you know, anything they have to do uh, to worry about, you know, getting the signal or getting the formation or whatever it may be, you know, uh, I think that can slow things down a little bit. Also been a part of a program where we just signal everything to the quarterback and he told everybody basically what to do, signaling to the to the receivers on the right and left and also telling the offensive lineman verbally. And we even used a system one year where we had about nine different guys on the sideline signaling. We had one group signaling to the offensive line, one to the quarterback and running back, one to the receivers on the left side. If there was two, we had two signalers to those guys. If there was three, then we had three. So uh, it was a complicated uh, thing where it looked like it for, from a standpoint of being on the other side and it was hard to, you know, steal signals. but you know, the biggest thing is you need to make sure that your kids and to listen to some other podcast and some other guys speak, you know, I don't think there's a quicker way than just shouting it out. You know, you have to obviously have multiple words that mean the same thing, but your kids are the ones that need to make sure that they understand it. And I think, you know, when you start looking at this, building a football lingo for your football team is probably the best way to try to do this. So if you're going to run, you know, zone right and you want to you know, back in the old uh, uh, end zone system, they called that, you know, Zorro, and they would use an even or an odd or a hot or a cold or true or false, and teams now are using, you know, blue or black, uh, orange or red, you know, just different colors to try to get, you know, guys to uh, to use that that kind of terminology and think about that. But, you know, guys, that's, that's up to you, your terminology, and I think that's something if you, you continue to work on it, you'll find something that your kids like and that you like, but I would encourage your kids... Uh, to be involved in those uh, discussions and try to make those things as best. So I'm going to go over about nine different types of tempo that we use and kind of talk to, uh, uh, talk through each one of these. And uh, you know again, uh, coaches would love for you to reach out if you have other tempos or other ideas and things that you would uh, like to share with us, reach out to us and I'll get to that information in a little bit. The first tempo I want to talk about is just as fast as you can go. Now this is the world of, you know one word picture, you know a lot of guys will say copy or Xerox or you know run the play again flip it you know you're trying to uh, as soon as the as soon as the ball is spotted you want to be lined up and ready to go now you're obviously trying to wear the other team out and just get as many plays as possible uh, as you can in you know and there's some teams that look at it and at the end of a game if they didn't get 80 plays in on offense they don't feel you know like they've done their job and you have to understand like we said before, this gives you more chances to get the ball in your players' hands and score, but also on the flip side, puts your defense on the field a little bit more and uh, gives those things. So, you know, if you're going to be this type of coach that just wants to go as fast as you possibly can all the time, uh, you're probably not going to be involved in a lot of 14-7 to seven games. Uh, so you just need to understand that. You know, you need your defense need to understand that from the standpoint, too, that obviously if they're going to get more plays, you know, when you look at that and if you're averaging 80-some plays a game, and you play a 10-game season, you're really probably playing about a 12- a to 13-game season based on the number of plays that you're playing. So you're obviously going to give up more points and uh, more opportunities for the other team to score. Uh, the second cadence, I think, is freeze. And I think a lot of people do this, uh, you know, and, and have dummy calls and different ways to do it. And I think there's a lot of creative ways out there to do it. But the first thing you're really trying to do is get that defense, you know, geared up, geared up. It's like, you know, put the gas to the floor, and then pull up the emergency brake, you know, trying to slow them down a little bit uh, because, you know, defenses get used to those cadences and those types of things. So when I say tempo is a weapon, I think you have to move that around a little bit. So, you know, best-case scenario, the defense jumps off sides. You get five free yards. Worst-case scenario, you get to preview what their defense is going to do, and now you can call the play. And so, you know, it's just like being able to check, and we always talk uh, about, you know, having that pin last and this gives you a chance to see guys move around. A second cadence that I don't think a lot of people use, but I think can be very, uh, uh, you know, very useful because defensive coaches are doing a great job now preparing their kids. Is a double freeze. Now, what we're trying to do here is get the team to show their hand, uh, possibly their check, you know, into what they're doing, and then, uh, you know, now you're really getting to see what their defense is going to do. And one of the cadences that I include here in a little bit will kind of keep defenses maybe from moving as much. Um, and that's the the next tempo I want to talk about is going on too. And this is where you just, uh, you know, say the cadence. Uh, quickly look over the sideline. Your quarterback can just flip his head to the sideline, look straight back, get the cadence again to go. And now you're hoping that you catch the defense sleeping or you catch the defense, you know, a lot of times you'll see when uh, an offense adjusts, the defense adjusts. So you'll see a defensive lineman take a knee and, Look over to the sidelines, or you'll see a linebacker move over to the sidelines. So, you know, it's just uh, it's real quick. It's not going it's not going on a, a double freeze cadence. You're just freezing, looking to the sidelines real quick, and then saying go. So if your cadence is, you know, uh, on two uh, Tuesday, whatever you want to call it, then you just say you know ready, ready to go. Look at the sidelines real quick, ready, ready to go, and then snap the football as fast as you can on that second one. So that's another one. Uh, a tempo that you're starting to see a lot more teams play with uh, is a check with me tempo. Now, this is where they align in, the, uh, in their formation, uh, use a dummy cadence. You know, they're, they're really not trying to get you to jump off sides. Uh, they're really just trying to make sure that you line up so that they can kind of, uh, you know, like shooting fish in a barrel. So they can see where you're at and so they can definitely have that chalk last on the, you know, on the, on the grease board. Make sure that, uh, that they know exactly what you're going to do. With this, and I think during this, you know, if you run this check with me cadence, I think every now and then it's probably good to throw one of those fast ones in there just to keep people off guard. Because if you get into a situation where you're check with me and your dummy cadence all the time, it's really no difference than, than you huddling up, I think. So, uh, that's just one of the things that uh, I feel like on that one. Uh, the next tempo is a sugar huddle. Now, you guys that watch uh, Auburn know that Gus Malzahn has been using this a lot and uh, a long time. Since his days back in high school too, this is the uh, the also the the tempo that he uses a lot of his fire alarm plays and you know this is an easy way uh, to get to the line quick you know whether you want to have some type of unbalanced line set or you know you want to hide a skill player somewhere maybe teams are doubling your you know your best player so you want to hide him or or move him out this is great for a trick play. Uh, or basically to, you know, out formation your opponent. So if you want to get into a, a tackle over situation and keep your tight end on the backside and keep him eligible, great way to, you know, sneak a trick play in. Uh, I think that's just something that, that sugar huddles, you know, are are becoming more and more involved in the cadences uh, and the tempos of teams uh, just because, you know, our, like our defensive coordinator says, you know, if you're going to go fast, I'm going to get in a, uh, you know, a base defense and I'm going to stay in it and I'm going to, you know, make sure that I uh, have my signals and everything pared down so that my kids will be able to go fast. But if you're in a, you know, if you're in a huddle situation, you know, three yards from a line of scrimmage, you turn around and you scatter, and you're in an unbalanced set with an uncovered tight end to the backside, you know, all that communication has to happen pre-snap. So it's kind of tough on the defense. And, you know, all you want to do, you know, you're not coaching football against the opposing coach. You're coaching against what that coach has taught those kids during the week. And anytime you can create any doubt in those kids' mind on the field, I think that's, what you know, where you get your your uh, your best mileage from. Um, been listening to a lot of uh, Sean Leota speak late, uh, lately, and he talks about something that, that he uses called a, a scatter. And what he does is he'll, you know, keep his uh, a couple of his offensive linemen on the line, and he'll just yell, you know, go or scatter or whatever it might be. And the players – that are all in the back foot are now going to shift to an unusual formation, you know, a formation he uses to get his best players, you know, one-on-one or create matchup advantages. Now, for you guys that are football junkies, you saw uh, a few years ago when Michigan lined up in the, uh, you know, the eye with 11 guys in a row on the goal line to try to do that. You know, this tempo, I think, can, can really force a defense to have rules set in place for alignments because, you know, you can go from this uh, scatter formation or this, or this stacked eye, you can go into basically any formation you want to, especially if you use compressed formations. You know, it's really simple to get in those because you got everybody within about, you know, five to six yards of the football. So I think that's, a, a you know, another formation that you can use as, a, as an advantage. And like Coach Le- Leota says, you know, uh, he doesn't use this, obviously, an entire game, but, you know, it might be to start – to start a drive and, you know, you can create a big play or you can create some momentum or you can even create some doubt in the defense. You know, what are these guys going to do? And the next time you line up in a scatter formation, you just come out in a regular two-by-two set and now, you know, the defense is kind of uh, on its heels a little bit. You really, really force the defense to use uh, as much communication as they can because this is an important way to get, you know, f- for a, an offense to gain an advantage, whether it's matchup or formation. A uh, tempo that we used a little bit uh, in the past has been a you know, a jump tempo, and what we do is we just uh, kind of allow our players, to be honest, to line up wherever they want to, uh, you know, keeping our linemen within reason, keeping our guys that are supposed to be on the ball, on the ball, and off the ball, off the ball, and j- just basically tell them to line up wherever, and then we yell jump, get into formation. So, you know, it might be something simple where you go from uh, jump to two-by-two, and your your kids line up in an empty formation, and the team you're playing has an empty check. So you line up in that empty formation. You get them to to you know check into their empty check, which might be quarters or cover three, or you know might spread the box out a little bit. And then you jump really quickly uh, into an H back uh, set with a one back. Uh, so now you're obviously your numbers are in. So now you're forcing. Uh, those defensive players to check out of something that they, you know, probably don't practice a lot. I imagine, you know, defensive coaches practice a lot of checking into empty sets, but they don't practice a lot probably of checking from empty back into a base set. You know, it's just like a unbalanced. If you create an unbalanced formation on the right and then you jump and move everybody over to the left all right, then you're creating unbalance to the left. Well, you're gonna find out that most teams are gonna move back to a head up or to their base alignment. You know, very rarely in practice do, do defensive coaches work on, you know, shifting to unbalance in one direction and then shifting two gaps over or two men over back into, you know, the unbalanced formation the other way. So these are just ways, I think, to, you know, to, to double check and make sure that guy on the other sideline is doing his homework too. Uh, but those are just a you know a couple of ways we use that, and the last one, and I think uh, this is this can really be used as as a tempo, and I think it can give teams problems. Is just a basic huddle, you know. Uh, many people are going to this now to to change the pace of the game. You know, let's just say that you have a really lengthy play call. You know, most I think rule of thumb, you know, most guys that signal things in want to keep everything, you know, to three to four signals max, and that's including you know, formation, motion, run call, pass call, whatever it might be, any RPO tag that you have there. Well, let's say that you've got one that's a little bit more lengthy and you might put a wristband on a quarterback and, you know, signal in, you know, red five or whatever, and the quarterback can read that out. And again, by using this huddle in a tempo manner, you know, this is not the old huddle up, uh, you go, huddle up, talk the play, call the play again, ready, break. And let's go this is you know everybody breaking and going to the ball as quickly as possible and snapping the football as quickly as possible so you know let's just say you're in a, a matchup where you feel like uh you know maybe the team that you're playing is better than you so you could use this tempo you could huddle up and then go to the line as fast as you can and snap the football without them getting set also you could use this tempo in a you know a session where you're trying to milk the clock maybe you're up uh, by seven with two minutes to go and you want to milk as much clock as you can, you know, obviously being in a huddle, you gonna have less opportunity for any kind of, you know, pre-snap fouls. So uh, so those are just some of the, the uh, tempos I wanted to talk to you about today. I'd like to thank you for listening to the podcast. If you have any uh, ideas about more tempos or, or any questions that you feel like, um, you know, hopefully you'd like to get us to answer, reach out to us on uh, Twitter. And our Twitter handle is at FBCoachesCorner. Or you can feel free to email us at Corner at gmail.com. Uh, again, we had a lot of traffic on our website last week, and I, we appreciate that, guys, from our listeners. Uh, we would ask that you would visit our website, and that's footballcoachescorner.com. There's information on there about video scout checklists, game planning templates, uh, free downloads, and access to all of our previous podcasts. Uh, if this is your first time listening, Please hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. Uh, this helps move our podcast up the rankings. And guys, anybody that you feel like would, uh, y- y- you know, uh, benefit from listening to our podcast, just share that with them. Uh, if you have any topics you'd like for us to cover in the future, or guys, if you're listening, and you'd like to be a guest on our podcast, you know, hit us up on Twitter, uh, email us. Uh, we'll be glad to cover any topics you guys can think about right now. You know, we're hopefully we're heading into this. I don't want to date this, but hopefully we're heading into a time. Where you know school is getting ready to be out. Obviously, uh, for most of us, we're not going back. Uh, heading into the summer and hoping to get you know back with our kids and get get things back to as normal as possible. Uh, but uh, if you have anything that you'd like for us to discuss or talk about, you know any of those things that we can help you with, uh, let us know. Uh, and again, we'd love to have any guests on here that would love to. You know, if you have something you want to share, or if you think you have a great idea, guys, just hit us up and uh and we'll we'll make it a phone call and we'll we'll hook you guys up and get you on our our podcast and uh coaches again we'd like to thank you for listening until next time please continue to coach with pride passion and a purpose